Welcome back. That's a little bit of uh, train calling all angels. I like that. I like that song. It's got just a wonderful. Makes you feel good. Anyway, welcome back to Freedom Speak. I'm your host Becca Marie, and you're listening to Conservative Talk ABQ. ABQ, and uh, that's uh, FM 96.9 AM 700. And you can listen online at conservativetalkabq.com. And send me questions or suggestions to beccamarienm at gmail.com. And I'm sitting here with my good friend Kareen Rios, and we are just having a fantastic conversation today. And it's kind of been focused a lot on accountability, on uh, on saying what you mean, asking questions. And uh, we were talking about this whole thing with the uh the who and mm-hmm. uh and the who 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 like an owl <laughs> anyway so uh, how how biden is uh trying to turn over our uh, national sovereignty and and unless you really dig in to that proposal like i did you might not realize that, but it's very subtle in there, but it's very insidious. And this is just for healthcare. We need to let people know this is, uh, they might play it off, oh, this is just for healthcare reasons because of the pandemic. Yes. It, 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 uh, so that's how they're probably going to play it off. It's for your own good. They're so smart. They know what's going it's on around the world. Um, but this is just an open door it is. for them to now take over. Um, what commerce maybe or say maybe education they can justify anything with this all for the good of the public health right so this is how again um the evil uses the pandemic to weasel their way into our lives and to uh really because um, america let me just say this as the greatest planet is the greatest country on the planet would you agree Mm -hmm. with that it is, still is, it but still it's, is. Uh, it's slipping. It's slipping, yeah. and, and, and the reason why we've been that way uh, for so long is because we have a constitution mm-hmm. that gives us individual uh, rights and liberties and freedoms. No other country in the world has had a constitution as long as we have. Uh, believe it or not, some other countries have changed their constitutions. Um, if I can remember my research, of course, my memory, you know, uh, we have had one constitution since its inception, mm-hmm. and that's what makes this country beautiful is stability yeah is the stability in our constitution for us citizens to own guns to freedom of speech to assemble to do all these things and here you have a biden administration and wanting to give up our freedoms and our choices to who who world health organization right so then what's next 
right? We have to ask well, these questions. We hasn't been bad enough the past couple of years just seeing what our own government can do Absolutely. to us. Absolutely. Imagine if you bring in the international community, which a lot of these countries are socialist, communist, fascist and regimes. And quite frankly, they hate the United States. A lot they of them want, do. They want nothing more than to bring us down. And mm -hmm. you know how to bring down the most powerful world, the most powerful country in the world? It's not by bombing them out of the water because we will bomb them out of the water because we, ha we have the best military force on the planet. We do. But you, 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 you bring down a country by infiltrating every aspect of it, education, business, health. And once you do that, that's how you bring down a country. Yeah. And even, even our own people in this country are doing that to us. So it's not even that, it's not even the international community. We have people in our own country who do that. Remember Al Salinsky? Mm. Do you remember him? I'm not sure if I remember that one. Al Salinsky. I want to say Sal or Al. I can't even remember. But it's Salinsky in the 1960s. He wrote a book. Oh, Saul Alinsky. Saul, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saul. Oh, I've talked about Saul Alinsky exactly. in, in, in in length. Yes. Right. I went over the whole... There was a, a time where I spent uh, numerous weeks going over all of the rules for radicals. Oh, yes. And, and, who, and, and who, was, who admired him? I'm sure you went over that. Obama. Hillary Clinton. Obama did too. And Hillary Clinton and wrote Hillary a whole Clinton. paper, yes. her college thesis oh, about... They, they idolized that guy. Yep, and look what they've done to our country. But anyway, yeah. we're, we're, we're getting off track again. <laughs> we, we've done that a lot. That's okay. It's been great. So I've got a, uh, a clip that I thought was really, really good that has to do with what we've been talking about. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to get that one out because it's a really good clip. Um, Michelle, clip uh, four. Let's do that one. Um, Here's a good strategy for life in general. Whatever official press fact checkers tell you to believe, just mm. believe the opposite. It's not right 100% of the time, but you'll probably be right more often than if you believe that. Over the last few weeks on this show, we've been sounding the alarm about the WHO's pandemic treaty, which is a plot to undermine the world's elected governments with new rules and new requirements in the name of fighting pandemics. Mm -hmm. The treaty has gotten almost no attention here, but in Australia, politicians have been a lot more responsible. Australian Member of Parliament Craig Kelly has been warning that the WHO pandemic treaty will make Australia more like China than it is already. Of course. NCA Newswire responded by calling this a bizarre claim. But fact checks do nothing to actually tell you the truth. They just tell you that what the press has decided is the gospel, and that's what the official story is. Our Australian correspondent Maria Z joins us now to discuss more about this. So obviously you're taking a stand in Australia. Yes, absolutely. First of all, Stu, let me thank mm. you and your network for raising attention and making noise about this treaty. It is one of the most important issues of our lifetime. I agree. And one mm. of the biggest, yes, one of the biggest threats that we and have seen. And we've seen the kind of tyranny now, Australia's been under anyway. We have anyway. a two-party system here in Australia, and in four days we have our elections, much like, much like you, a two-party system. But for the first time, we potentially have a chance to to turn that around. Craig Kelly, the one that you just mentioned, is actually running. I interviewed him last night. Before I interviewed him, I rang him and I said, Craig, this is the most dangerous move that we have seen from the globalists to date. Mm -hmm. And he agreed mm -hmm. with me. And he said that last night in an interview with me. This is what, what he says going to lead to China-style lockdowns all over the world. What we're seeing in Shanghai yep. is a model for this. Doors yeah. now, shut, uh, locked in your Sydney, home, We've got these evacuation yep. shelters being built in Western Sydney. And the reason I'm tying this in is because I can see the timeline, and I know that you can see it too, Stu. Bill Gates 
says that we need to fight the next pandemic, release a vaccine within 100 days. The WHO wants to do this. Our two leaders here in Australia have said they're all for it. Scott Morrison uh, is is saying, well, I've, I've always been for a, an international body coming in and telling us how to best manage this pandemic. Wow. Anthony Albanese, opposition leader, is saying, if I'm elected, we will be pushing more for boosters. And now we're being told about these evacuation shelters that are being built mm -hmm. because apparently we need that for the heat. Australians are so used to the heat here, Stu, and so we did a bit of digging. These are being pioneered by the Rockefeller Foundation and this is being announced just at the time of this treaty which seeks to lock people up if, I don't know, someone sneezes. All the usual suspects, Gates yep. and the Rockefellers yep. and the Rothschilds and Soros, all of these people, Twiggy Forest in your country, obviously, of course, these are billionaires involved with graphene mining. They were getting rich at the very inception of these bioweapon shots being rolled out. And now these evacuation shelters. So does Craig Kelly think that this WHO pandemic treaty can be stopped or thwarted? Or will anybody in the Australian government, if it stays the way that it is right now, fight to protect the sovereignty of your country? We have a limited amount of senators who are fighting for Australia right now. Uh, if Why do we Craig have Kelly to fight the World Health Organization? Right. I don't even understand. Do these people have guns? Like, are they invading us? I mean, no, they're not. Why do we even have to entertain this crap, this mm -hmm. nonsense, this BS that completely supersedes the constitution of your country and of ours? Speaking of guns, Stu, I have a message for Americans. You see the pattern of what's happened in Australia. You see what these people are doing to us. I know that you've had multiple false flag events in your country. Take it from someone who has very different gun laws to you. We do not have the same rights as you. Mm -hmm. Fight for the right. They to gave up their guns years ago. Guns. Do not give because up guns because it was guns good for them. Under any right. circumstances. This guns are dangerous. Buy back guns kill Do people. not give up your gun rights. Yep. Here in the United States, the Second Amendment, we should not give them an inch nope. on the Second Amendment. Bernice, thank you so much. No. We appreciate you being here. God bless you. Okay. I thought that was a really good one. Absolutely. <clears throat> he but made you know a, good, a lot of good points there. Yeah. But you know what I find amazing is that in America, we don't even know what's going on in the rest of the world because the media just doesn't tell us no, what's going on. No, they don't. On. And then people don't go research and people go, don't go anything. So they don't even know. I bet you half the New Mexicans don't even know what's going on. You know, and I don't want to get into it too deep. And I've probably said some things that have made some people angry about the conflict with Ukraine and Russia, which I do plan on digging into that in more detail in a couple of weeks because I've got a couple of guests coming on that uh, have some really, really good knowledge when it comes to the military um, mm. establishment. And we're going to be talking about that. But what I'm always saying is ask questions because what's going on doesn't really make any sense. And they're siphoning billions and billions of dollars mm -hmm. of our hard earned taxpayer money, which face it, money is our work. That's our work. We were talking about work earlier. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the, the joy of doing work. Well, money is essentially work. That's where money starts. Money is generated by work. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so one thing I wanted to mention is that, that a lot of people may not know is that basically what Biden is trying to do is he is trying to put forth, he's trying to put forward an international treaty. Okay, now face it, anytime you make agreements with other countries, it is considered a treaty. Now, the Constitution has provisions for making treaties and the guidelines by which treaties are 
to be made. Mm -hmm. Yes, the president can negotiate a treaty. The president can suggest terms of a treaty. But let me read you Article 2, Section 2, Clause 2 of the U.S. Constitution. He shall have power by and with the advice and consent of the Senate to make treaties providing, this is the important part, two-thirds of the senators present concur. Okay, mm -hmm. uh, sorry, he's not going to get a two-thirds on no. this because uh, the Republicans compose nearly half and hopefully after the next election, they will compose a lot more mm -hmm. of the Senate than half. But... To go on, two-thirds of the senators president, president concur, and he shall nominate and by and with advice and consent of the Senate shall appoint ambassadors, other public ministers and consuls, judges of the Supreme Court, and all other officers of the United States. I don't need to read the rest of it because it doesn't apply to this. But what I'm saying is that the president of the United States can make these recommendations. Mm -hmm. He can go and negotiate these treaties, but ultimately for that treaty to be in force, it has to be approved by two-thirds of the U.S. senators in Congress. And by nature, any law or any treaty or anything that gets established has to be constitutional. And I've mentioned this over and over again. In order for a law to be to be mm -hmm. legal, to be lawful, it has to be constitutional. So here we are again. We're going to do something unconstitutional. And then people are going to fall for it line, hook and sinker. Yep. Because it's a mandate. And isn't that, it's what, a mandate. Isn't That's that right. what we did for COVID? The, all of these mandates were not constitutional. We're not done the way so they were supposed to be me, done. So many people told me, well, it's a law. And I'll say, no. no it's not it's a not law. It's not a law. It's a mandate. And, and a mandate means nothing to and, me. And I don't acknowledge a mandate. And it kind of sounds like, okay, well from the Biden administration and from MLG who are probably following in his footsteps and, and that's why say, we got to get around and saying that this is good. Um, they already had a test run. I mean, mm -hmm. they, they, they showed uh, new Mexicans and people all across the world show how easily deceived they were yeah. and they got away with it. They got so away with this it. is why, you know, if, if we people don't show the truth about what this is, it's going to happen again. Yeah. And you and I, and a lot of other there uh, people who know that it's not law. They didn't go through the, through the Congress to get a vote. But yet people are just going to just follow along like sheep. Yeah, and I want to invite my listeners, as usual, I am going to not only upload this show after it airs, probably uh, uh, later on in the day, and I will also upload my show notes, which will have a link to this uh, particular proposal. Mm -hmm. And you need to read it carefully. Word for word, understand what the word shall means. Okay, I've explained it to you over and over again. I want you to understand what that word means because it's very important because it's all over, littered all over in this, in this proposal. You need to read this thing cover to cover. It's not an incredibly long read. Even for me, somebody that really doesn't like to read very much, mm -hmm. it's like, believe it or not, I don't like to read very much. I prefer to, you know, I, I'm always, I'm one of those people where if they tell me about a book they say, I'll say, did they make a movie out of it? <laughs> it's like, I'm terrible like that. But, you know, it's like I do actually, since I've started doing this radio stuff, is I do actually do a lot of reading now. But yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't believe my attention spans long enough to get through an entire book. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And you know what I what I just baffles me and um, is that here we are the greatest country on the planet. Um, I I have my notes, but I, I can't find them quickly enough. Uh, you know we have produced 
the most amazing things in this country from concerts to art to technology to science in the world and i actually have notes that that backs what i'm saying oh we have uh, absolutely and yet this democratic administration wants to give up that to a body that doesn't even live here when we are the most I don't, I don't, I, how do you say it? We, because of our constitution, because we have these rights, it creates freedom, freedom capitalism. that creates creativity, creativity. that creates capitalism, right. that creates prosperity. Look at how far we have come yes. in a short amount of time. Yes. When you look at countries that were out there hundreds of years before the United States existed. Exactly. And they didn't really get very far with very much at all. And look how far we've come in just a little over 200 yes. years. And now what, we're, what this administration is saying is, well, we're too dumb to figure out our own health problems. It, that's exactly what he's saying right. to me. We, the Americans are too dumb. Americans are too stupid to figure out how to get themselves and take care of themselves during a pandemic. Americans are too stupid to figure out how to get themselves out of this um, uh, baby formula shortage. That's exactly what they're saying. So it yeah. falls right in line. They just got to come up and we got to give our national sovereignty over to another body, another world. Or uh, It's just, it, it just blows my mind that people can't, uh, can't understand this. I know. It, it just blows me, me away. I don't get it. I totally don't get I it. I guess we're that dumb that we need another body to tell us what to do. Apparently some people are. Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> we're not. <laughs> Man, I don't even want my doctors making my decisions for me. No, I why would I want somebody? <laughs> right, especially, why would I want somebody from a different country? I mean, it just opens up the door. Oh. Let me let me just tell you yes. this: that people don't understand. <laughs> the United States, the FDA, does not have regulation over vitamins. Did you know that vitamins and therapeutics? That's what I heard. Yes. But guess mm -hmm. who wants to come in and start regulating it now? The FDA. Oh, the FDA. With the pharmaceuticals companies. Of course. And you know what's going to happen to that industry? Oh, it's going to die. It's going to die. We yes. won't have freedom to go and take uh, ivermectin or go take a... Vitamin C. A vitamin, vitamin C or zinc yeah. or go and take chamomile tea. Yeah. You know, and so, and so we need to just be very careful. This opens up the door to a country, to an organization making decisions for us. And because it's not law, a lot of you are going to follow through and just do what they say, which is so... Can right. I say dumb? It is dumb. Ignorant. Uh, dumb. Ignorance better. It's dumb. just the sheeple. Dumb. The sheeple will yeah. do what they're told. It, it, it just it's it's mind boggling. I don't use to that me. term very often, but it's. I, I don't either. But it's it's true. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. So I, yeah. I I think we we need to inform people and and so what can people do? I mean, so here we are in America. Uh, what is it that we can do to stop this nonsense? Well, we got to kind of do what you and I have been doing, but only more people got to do it. We got into a discussion last night with this uh, group I got together with, and they were talking about what are, like, for instance, what are these parents? They're attacking parents that are speaking out against school boards. They're, they're labeling them yeah. domestic uh, terrorists and, and insurrectionists and all kinds of other crazy other labels. And they're taking away their children and they're threatening them with child services mm -hmm. and things like that for simply speaking out. Yeah. And we were talking about this at the meeting I was at last night. It's like, what, what does somebody do? It's like, we join together is what we do. We, jo we join mm -hmm. together in mass. You know, back many, many years ago when com big companies truly were abusing their employees, there was a need for labor unions. 
Okay, at yep. one point in time, there really was. Correct. You know, when, when all of these uh, big uh, Rockefellers and all these people yep. were out there building, which I got to give them credit, they built this country, they did, yep. and, and we got to give them credit for that. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, a lot of people were being abused in, in the workplace, and there yep. became a need for accountability, and that's where the labor unions mm -hmm. came from. Mm -hmm. Well, there needs to be an accountability now for government overreach, and we need to bond together. And for together. the labor unions as well. And the labor unions too. Because and we need to get together in mass, and, and, yeah. and because in numbers we have strength. Yeah, I think we need to also know, understand that how you fight back from we the people, you, you may not think that you can do much, but you, you get with like-minded people mm -hmm. because it strengthens you a little bit. I remember yeah. going on rallies. The very first one that we did after we were shut down in Albuquerque, standing there on Civic Plaza, and protesting. That was a good one. That was, that was the very first one, I think. And do you remember that one? I love that one. And one of my friends said, well, what's the point? What's the point? And I said, I don't know what the point is. I don't know the outcome of us going out there and protesting. I don't know. For any of us to say um, a protest is going to change anything, we, we're just, it's not right. I know for me, being out there with those people that day, it strengthened me because I felt like I was not the only one well, and it shows the tyrants were willing to stand up. Exactly. And it showed those people who you can align yourselves with that have the same like-mindedness. And when you uh, get people together who are like-minded, there's, po there's power. There's in that power and people feel stronger. They exactly. Feel, they feel empowered when they know they're not in it alone. Exactly. And they're not and in it alone. And that's what it did for me. Yeah. And so as far as this World Health Organization junk, you know, the first thing people can do is start calling your representatives. Uh, um, I'm sure you can have that link and how they can then call because you know you got Congress that has mm -hmm. to vote on it and these people that we elect are there to do the will of the people and when you call they are supposed to keep data on how many people call um, in support of and not in support of specific things coming down so get to know who your congressman is your legislature and call them and then you know what is another important thing people need to run for office yeah, they do. Because that is that is part of our power as people is getting, and the Democrats do Somebody's that. going to talk you into running for office Sub eventually. You know that, right? Uh, uh, you know what? I'm not even <laughs> focused. On, let me finish my conversation. <laughs> let me finish. Um, we, we, we need to get those conservatives in office. And so many times people are, are uh, afraid to do that uh, because it's hard work. I'm going to tell you, being a campaign manager, I am... Uh, um, I, it is it is hard work, and I I've, understand. I've been helping out, too, uh, with have. Audrey's campaign. Yes. And it's like, it, it is exhausting. It's like, because, you know, it's like where I've I got all these other things. I got I got life that I have to do. Well, I don't think I like have that. a life right now. I, <laughs> I don't know. But you know what? Yeah. I... I don't want to say I feel. I know that I am doing a good thing for the people of New Mexico. And even if it's even if it's somebody on the other side of the aisle, I know that getting godly values and getting conservatism up in Santa Fe is what make everybody prosper. I know that. I agree. And and sometimes you need to do the hard things. Mm -hmm. Maybe take away welfare. Maybe stop the insanity of giving people things to stay home. Well, there needs to be accountability Absolutely. for welfare. You know, it's like, uh, okay, you got to be making an effort to, yeah. to pull yourself yeah. up and improve your situation. Otherwise, you know, unless, unless somebody is like truly just like 
totally and, disabled and, and, we, and helpless. And it's we like understand that. that. Those, yeah, we understand that. And as a civilized country, we, we should take care of those people. Exactly. You know? But at the same time, if you're able-bodied and you can work, you need to contribute. And we also understand the fallen nature of people. They will mm -hmm. try to take, if you give them a little inch, they'll try to take a mile. So that's why you have to have these safeguards in place uh, to, to get people to, to be the best that they can be. Um, but also, you know, I mean, even if you can't run for an office, you know what? Get involved with the campaign. Get behind a candidate right. that is like you and go put out signs. Go do door calling. Go door calling. Door knocking. Kind of like in a movie I watched uh, in which they said, if you can't be an athlete, be an athletic supporter. Right. <laughs> there you go. Be be the ball boy. <laughs> Right, I'm not the candidate. I'm not the candidate. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm managing his campaign, but underneath, you know, not even underneath, but all the other team players, they they're doing what they like to do, and they're they're part of something. People who are putting out signs, people who are knocking door to door, people who are putting together fundraisers. It's all we're all coming Making together. Making phone calls, you know. It is so Anything. important, yes. and I think um, you know people need to do that uh, to so that that's part of our process here in the United be States. A, be a poll watcher, be a poll challenger. <gasps> that is so important. And you important. know what? I've, I've got it on good authority, yes. and all of you Tell potential me. mules out there that yes. are thinking you're going to stuff them ballot boxes, I've got it on good authority that we're going to be watching those ballot boxes, yes. and we're going to be watching those ballot boxes throughout the night. So if you think you're going to come in there at 2 a.m. and slip a bunch of ballots into yes. that, oh, we're going to be watching you. We're going to take pictures. Oh, we're absolutely. Get, we're going to get your license plate number. We're going to know who you are. Exactly. So, and so I be, heard. be on notice. Exactly. We're going to bust you people for doing this stuff. Yeah. And you know yes. what is so funny? I'm right there because uh, when I was putting out yard signs for Trump, <laughs> They were getting stolen like you wouldn't believe. Oh, I remember that. In Sandoval yes. County, and I was doing all of Sandoval Stephanie County. Stephanie Lord was having her stolen, too. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you know what me and my ch children did in the middle of the night? We'd go um, across the street from Sign the Sandoval. Watching. We'd hide behind a bush. <laughs> Me and my sons, and I said, we are on recognizance because this is going to stop because this pisses me That's off. Right. And my kids are like, Mom, what's a big deal? And I'm like, you know what? This is my free right to put up a sign. Yeah, yeah. And somebody is doing something illegal. And this person who is getting away with it is going to be the one who robs you. Yeah. Is going to be the one who goes in and robs your house. I said, so we're going to sit here and we're going to, I'm going to get a picture. And oh, so we were sitting there one night and we're drinking our hot cocoa. And my sons asked me, so what are you going to do if a car comes by? And I'm like, I don't know. I didn't think about that. <laughs> I got that far. <laughs> so my son says, mom, you just, you just better go across the street and get a license plate. And I said, good plan, son. Yeah, we never yeah. caught the person, but a few weeks later, we caught somebody at Enchanted Heels, the, the, um, the strip mall there. And a gal that worked at PetSmart uh -huh. was pulling my signs, Trump signs, pulling my signs in broad daylight. Oh, and my, my husband gosh. caught her on his dash cam. Oh, nice. You know, and, and we people need to do that. And well, you know, Steph Stephanie Lord uh, caught busted somebody Did stealing she? one of her signs using a trail cam. Oh, and it's wow. like it was somebody driving a Prius of, of, of all cars. Of, of all cars, right? But <laughs> it had to be a Prius or, yeah. or or what's the other car? A uh, uh, an Outback. An Outback. <laughs> <laughs> I better go hide my Outback now. <laughs> But I was hearing from a, a, a gentleman, one of my long lifetime friends, he's, he's retired, so now he has a lot of time to go do poll watching, right? So poll, mm -hmm. uh, the older uh, retired, if you need something to do, we need you at the polls. Mm -hmm. And he told me that he learned that 96% of poll watchers and poll challengers are Democrats. 
Uh, 96%. So find out, if you want to be in the fight, find out what you'd like to do. Poll watching, putting signs, get on a campaign, calling, knocking doors. I mean, that's... Take out the ballot drop boxes. <laughs> there you go, right? That's what we're going to need. Oh, my gosh, yeah. So so that's how we also get involved in fight stuff like this. Sitting on your couch and complaining on Facebook doesn't work. No. It's pointless. Yeah. Until you get out there and you go actually start doing something. And that's what we need to do, especially with the rally. Can I talk about the rally tomorrow? Well, because... No, the, that's something no, else. Well, the problem is, is this is recorded and this is going to be playing while the rally's going on. Oh, so it won't do any good. So a rally, if you're hearing on top of the show and you want to get out to a rally... That's right, because this, this, this show will be running from 1 to 4. The rally will be oh, ending at like you're 2. Right. So you're it's like, right. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. And I thought I about that. Yeah, and I think a lot of the problem, too, is, is there lot, there's not like one database to show what's going on around uh, Albuquerque or Rio Rancho. And so, um, but you guys got to find that information. Is, it definitely is out there. And if you want to fight this globalism and another entity uh, coming in here and telling us how, how to do our health care, uh, it takes you getting off the couch and doing something. Don't you agree? Totally. Yeah. That's what I've been doing. That's what you've been doing. Yeah. And it's so satisfying. I think my husband tells me the other day, he goes, Con, I'm really proud of you. And not to mention you meet so many like-minded people. I love it. I love it. I really do. I love it. I have fun. Every time I go to one of these events, every time I have, I, the thing I went to last night, I get emailed by this lady that's in this group. Uh, she's constantly sending me these emails about uh, their meetings and stuff like that. And I've got so many things going on at the same time that I've been busy every time. But yesterday I wasn't busy and I got the email from her. It's like, oh, okay, oh, I'm yeah. going to go. You I'm told me go. that. Yeah, I went there. and I can't sit and rest. I got to go do something I, else. <laughs> I, I was surprised a number of the people in the group said, uh, oh, we know who yeah. you are. We love your radio show. Yeah. It's, it's like funny. It's entertaining. It's informative. We, it's just everything. It's like we love it. And it's like I love hearing that. It's like, well, it's great that I'm, I'm doing something that's making a difference. Hey, and we're at the last We're at the last break. Oh, really? And so we're going to go into the last 30 minutes. We've got a few things I still want to cover. So it's like the last 30 minutes is going to be really packed. Well, you better just make a note so I can stick to the, stick to the format there. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. We're having fun. It's okay. It's, it's all related. So uh, we'll be right back. I'm the sun and the earth of the shyness that is criminally broken. Interested in getting your concealed carry permit? Perkins Protection Training offers state-approved concealed carry classes for both New Mexico and Utah, taught by a certified NRA instructor, local woman-owned and ran by husband and wife team since 2004. Individual coaching, ensuring every student learns according to their individual needs, complete with pre-class and follow-up tutoring. One-on-one, -on -one, beginner, and advanced classes also available. Mention KDAZ for 10% off class. Call 505-238-1214. That's 505-238-1214 or on the web at Perkins Protection training.com looking for hard to find used car or truck parts looking for honest general mechanics work at affordable prices call my friend joe at southwest auto recyclers serving new mexico for 30 years veteran owned and operated at 4025 broadway boulevard southeast in albuquerque call 505-877-3331 505-877-3331 
Agave Builders is a family and veteran-owned, licensed, and insured GB98 construction company. I'm Michael Eustace, along with partner Ron Lucero. We specialize in helping disabled veterans obtain grants through the VA and nonprofit companies to remodel their homes. We can also handle all of your building needs, from small jobs to commercial buildings. We are also a premier American walk-in tub dealer. Call us at 505-385-6680. Also find us at agavebuildersnn.com and follow us on Facebook. Ribs Barbecue in Cedar Crest, New Mexico believes all positive things derive from freedom, liberty, and choice. Ribs is the conduit for heroes just like you. Go to ribsbbq.com and find carnivore contraband to support the fight against the crony global elitist. Ribsbbq.com. Seekers, deplorables, ultra magas. Welcome back. I'm your host, Becca Marie. You're listening to Freedom Speak on Conservative Talk ABQ, KDAZ 96.9 FM, 700 AM. And listen from anywhere at conservativetalkabq.com. I'm here with my good friend, Kareen Rios, and we are just having the most fun today. On a Friday morning. I know. Yes. <laughs> but we always have fun. We do. We do. Well, always. maybe except for the other night. We're talking. recording on a Friday morning, by there the way. There you go. They're listening on a Saturday <laughs> afternoon. So, see, we have fun Fridays and Saturdays. That's We're going right. to have fun Saturday. That's right. We're going to have fun on Saturday, too. We're going to be having fun doing something else. Yep. So... We've been talking a lot about how people just take fake news uh, at face value. They don't ask questions. And one of the biggest lies that's been going around since the 2020 election, it just drives me crazy, is I'm looking at, this is an example. I see this one article from this place called Brennan Center for Justice, okay? And on, on the article it says, it's official, the election was secure. And then you hear all of these people out there saying, oh, it was the most secure election in, in history. It's like, okay, are you not asking why? Why exactly was it the most secure in history? Let me think about uh, the details of this. And, and I think the deal is Kareem's going to ask me some questions here, which I think should make it kind of fun. So in this article, it talks about how these government officials, judges, and elected leaders, overwhelmingly Republican that's kind of sad, have publicly acknowledged confidence in the November election. Now, I read through this article. Now, I did some real serious digging on this because it's like I really truly wanted to know why exactly was it the most secure election in history. I wanted to know the answer to that. I'm asking the question. So I, I, did, a both, I did a search on both Google, which I hate Google, uh, on their search engine. I also did a search on DuckDuckGo. Okay, and I searched both of them. I could not find a single thing which explained why the election was the most secure in history. What I did find is I found a whole bunch of people 
saying that it was the most secure. So a bunch of people by consensus, there's that word again, mm -hmm. and I've talked about consensus, science by consensus. Now we're, now we're making uh, determinations about whether the election was secure by consensus, by a bunch of people, by their opinions, saying it was the most secure in history. Mm -hmm. and, and here's the, the, now if there's a reason, then right in here at the top of this article, they say, okay, I'll read this little part here. Election officials and election security experts have long been clear. Voter fraud is extraordinarily rare. Well, no, it is not. Okay, there is facts to back up that it is not rare. At least it's definitely not been rare lately. And I can only assume that since we've uncovered this stuff recently, it's probably been going on for decades, maybe. Since 1834. 1834. Okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Extraordinarily rare. And our system has strong checks in place to protect the integrity of the voting. Well, no, we don't. No, we don't. It says, these are the facts, but the facts have not stopped bad actors from trotting out baseless claims of systematic voter fraud to suppress votes. By all measures, the 2020 general election was one of the most secure elections mm. in, his, in histories. And how did they justify saying that? They say that voters turned out in record numbers to cast their ballots by mail and in person, and the votes were counted in a timely manner. That is the basis by which they're making that statement. How does that have anything to do with it being secure? Yep. It has nothing to do with it being secure. It's like, if it was secure, let's see, we'd have voter ID for starters we would make sure that the voter rolls were cleaned. We would have chain of custody, just like these voter ballot drop boxes that I'm talking about, that a lot of people have been talking about, that are just out there, a lot of them no cameras, uh, no, not in a secure place in which they can be watched. There's nothing to stop from some mule from coming along and dropping a dozen ballots in this box and then going to the next box uh, in, in the next town over and dropping a dozen ballot box, uh, ballots in there too. It's like, so in what way was this not only not secure, but certainly not the most secure election in history? <clears throat> they say this stuff, and then people just believe it. Oh, okay, well, they say it was, so it must be. No, not at all. Because you know what I think, you know, back in the day when journalists were journalists, and they were just journalists, and they gave you the facts? Mm -hmm. You believed the journalists. Yeah. And now what, what, has, what has journalism become? It's your own opinion, and it's your own agenda. For most journalists, I'm not going to say all journalists, but for most journalists and TV stations, they're all top-heavy. And if you have somebody running a TV station, you know, you, 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 you got to present the news with their agenda in mind. Yeah. And I think that's what people don't understand. These journalists really aren't their own journalism anymore. They're, they're doing and spinning the news for, for these people who own the TV station. Right. Well, and, and like a, a couple of weeks ago, I played this uh, collage of news reporters from different networks, from different cities. Yep. All saying, and I kid you not, yep. exactly the same thing. And it overlapped. They sounded like the Borg from Star Trek. You know, they were all saying well, exactly the same thing. Well, that happened several times with several things. Yeah. It's not just one. They do it one. all the time. So the question you have is, where is this information coming from? Exactly. Because it's not coming from these people. Well, no, the, the question should be is, why are you saying that? You're not showing me. Okay, like, I think it's the montage. I don't know if we're, we're watching the same one, but I saw something online, and you had a bunch of same 
morning national news people, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. Those are the ones we're talking different about. Different networks, different, different stations. Different networks, different, different stations. Cities. Saying the same thing. Word for word. Word for word. And there was a montage that, that came on that yes. said, this is the most secure election. This is the most secure election ever. This is the... Right. But they don't give any other data no. or any other explanation. And you, the people, some of you yeah. are just taking it. And, yeah. and you think that there are... And, and you know what it is? And I actually, I actually did my normal digging that yeah. I dig to find. I want to. It's like I dug. I wanted to know why was it the yeah. most secure. It's like I dug and dug and searched and searched. I couldn't find anything. And then Nothing. when, and then when you call them out on their, their lies. I was going to say something else, but lies. <laughs> <laughs> Were you going to say a naughty word? I was going to say maybe BS, but maybe yeah, I shouldn't say, say BS. You can, you can say BS. Uh, yes. On their, on their yeah. lies. Now, because, you know, in the Bible, I try to stick biblically with things, mm. um, and there's no BS in the Bible, so I'm going to stick with a lie. Okay, there we because go. Because a lie is a lie, and everybody knows what a lie is. And so when you don't call them out on people's lies, uh, it, it, people believe it's true. And then when you do call them out on their lies... Man, you take the heat. And I always tell people in my discipleship Bible studies, if you're not coming under persecution, then maybe you're not really walking with Christ mm -hmm. because he tells us to expose the evil. And you don't have to go and be uh, such a horrible person, but just asking a question can expose some of the evil. Yeah. Hey, why are you saying that statement that it was the most secure election? Can you show me the proof? Well, the first That's person. It. Yeah, the, I mean, the first person. If I was taking phone calls now and we were live, and somebody called in and made that statement, uh -huh. I would ask them to explain that to me. Exactly. Okay, tell me why, and tell me where you where the references yeah. are to that information. I really want to know. I, I really do want to know. Yeah. And then you know what else my husband tells me? He goes, "Kareen, after you ask a question, stop talking." Yeah. <laughs> you have trouble with that. <laughs> And I said, yeah, maybe I, he goes, because when you stop talking, people are thinking. It puts them on the spot. That's true. To answer a question. Sometime a moment, sometimes a moment of silence yes. is a good thing. And I'm really learning yes. to do that on the campaign trail. Ask a question and then you asked a question, wait for the darn answer, Corrine. Yeah. That's, what, that's my, what my husband does. He kicks me in the butt. He goes, you have this habit. <laughs> I, had, I had somebody compliment me one day, uh, the other day on the way sometimes that I will say things on the radio in which I'll take a pause. Uh -huh. And the purpose for that is if I say something that I believe is extremely meaningful, if you take a pause, it gives people yep. a second for it to sink yes. in and think about it. Yes, but if you keep going on talking... Yeah. It, it just, it, it, your, your question becomes irrelevant. And what I find so fascinating ties in with what we were talking before. History repeats itself, mm -hmm. right? If we think that cheating in elections has never happened in this country before, we don't know history. In 1858, President Lincoln said this. Can I read it? Yeah, go for it. I like I, Lincoln. I now have a high degree of confidence that we shall succeed. He wrote in 1858, if, if we are not overrun with fraudulent votes to a greater extent than usual. And this one was, he was being reelected and they didn't have a machine. They had paper ballots mm -hmm. and there was, there was uh, a fraudulent activity going on with the ballots. So it happened in 1853. This is not new. There's mm -hmm. nothing new under the sun. Stealing elections and, and having fraudulent votes, um, mail-in because this could probably be considered male drop boxes, you know, because back then they had to carry the votes somewhere. Sure. Well, men are men. You don't think they opened up those ballots and maybe 
changed them out? I mean, come on, let's not be stupid. Right. Let's not be stupid. Now we can feed them into a Dominion machine and the Dominion machine can literally fill out the ballot. Exactly. <laughs> so for us to think yeah. that they're, they're, evil will always find a way to cheat. Yeah. And how do they do that? They cheat through people, mm -hmm. right? Evil's not going to work through a machine. People, people have always been the yes. same. Yeah, a machine isn't going to automatically just change votes. Yeah. Unless no. somebody programs it's it. It's got to be directed to do uh, that. Exactly. Unless yeah. it's hooked up to the internet. Computers don't think for themselves, at exactly. least not yet. Exactly. No. Exactly. And so to sit here and say it's the most secure election ever, really? We've yeah. added electronic. We've added all these things. How, how can it not be? And, and asking questions is important. I was at a, uh, a, a Sandoval. I live in Sandoval County mm -hmm. in Rio Rancho. And uh, we have... Um, uh, Jay Block is a Sandoval County Commissioner, and we were at a meeting one time talking, a Sandoval County Commission talking about mail drop boxes. And um, he was the only one on that commission that asked the county clerk questions. How are the mail drop boxes surveillanced? What happens? Oh, and then they said, wow, it's, it's surveillanced, and then we get a notification if somebody's there or if somebody's tampering with the box. Okay, so what do you do when you get the notification? Um, well, it comes mm -hmm. to our phone. What do you do when you get the notification? Right, what do you do? Uh, uh, right. You ask a question. You find out that they don't know what the heck they're doing. So then there's a possibility for those mail drop boxes in Sandoval County to be tampered with to, for somebody. Oh, and then he asks this great question. He goes, so how do you know if a person takes their mail drop box, their ballot into the drop box, that they're just putting one in there? Right. How can you confirm that? No answer. Yeah, I know. And we've seen from the, if you've seen the movie 2000 yes. Mules, you have seen that on the ones that do have cameras, people are literally just, I mean, they've got, they got like this handful of ballots. They're dropping some of them on the ground. They're stuffing them in there. And I saw one guy, he was trying to stuff in too many at the same time and it wouldn't fit in the slot. Now, isn't, I, I think I was, because I was half asleep last night, to be honest with you. My husband put it on and I'm just beat. But I remember watching toward the end of the movie. That's what we watched last night, 2000 Mules. Oh, good. And this lady was coming on and she was talking. She said San Luis in the Hispanic communities that a lot of Hispanic older people, they can't drive. So what has been done with the Hispanics for decades is that somebody will go to their house, get a mail drop ball ballot, have them fill it out, have them sign it. And they do this in the Hispanic community. And without Hispanics knowing, it, they, they mark Democrat. They mark for the, for, for the Democrat person. And this lady, if I remember correctly, because I was half asleep, so don't take my word on it. Go watch the movie again, which <laughs> again. I will have to do. Yeah. I, I truly was. There's a she, lot to see there. But she was mm -hmm. saying that even in the Hispanic community, they play it off as, don't worry, I'll come and get your vote for you. Stay at home. Sure, see, they yeah. make it sound so wonderful. Like, yeah. And if something is too wonderful to be true... It's probably that. Yeah, sometimes There's, convenience is not a good thing. Exactly. There's probably some nefarious yeah. stuff going on. But what she, what I heard her saying last night is this is what the what we're up against. You know, they make it sound so good for mail drop. I'll come to you. I'll vote for you. You know, I'll, I'll get your vote. I'll take it for you. That leaves the door open, people. Don't you see that? Mm -hmm. Our Hispanic communities, um, I don't know if you know this, but the uh, population, the Caucasian population in Germany is dwindling. Do you know that? Oh, no. I, uh... They're only having like one child per couple. And you need, each couple needs to have 2.5 children. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to, yeah, be fruitful to, and multiply. To keep the, the yeah. population going, sure. right? 
So by some, I, I saw a report not long ago that the German population is going to be shrinking and the Arab, the, the Muslim population is on the increase right, because the that. Muslim population is having like nine babies. Mm -hmm. They're going to overtake that country. Yeah. But in America right now, what's sustaining the population is the Hispanics mm -hmm. because we have lots of babies. Yeah. I have five. Yeah. I have five, really. And so uh, what, what's happening now, um, I don't know if I think I'm going off into a rabbit trail. <laughs> but, <laughs> no. but, but we really need to get the Hispanics out there and vote their values because that is so important. You know, we value family. We're having a bunch of babies still, right? We value family. We value life. And sometimes we're, we, we don't do our research because we are busy on the home front. Daddy's busy working or whatever. Mm -hmm. We need to research these, these, these politicians and these, and these candidates who are running for office. The lady that we have in there right now is a governor, Michelle Lujan. Do you think Lujan has our values of people when she uh, wants to kill babies in the womb? That is not my value. Is that your value? Oh, That's not, not even your value. No, right? no, not at all. But why do we elect her? Because a lot of us are so busy, and I was there. I mean, well, because I, because I was born a Democrat, and it's our tradition. Or they don't know? even know they're born a Democrat. Because in my family, yeah. I grew up here. I'm native New Mexican. We didn't even talk politics. Yeah. We really, truly didn't. You know, and so you just went along with whatever, you know, and they make never, it sound so good being a Democrat. We never talked politics when I was a kid. I don't recall ever talking politics. It's like I remember back then when I was a kid that. Uh, my parents just voted for who the best candidate was. I don't even think party was really... Attached uh, no. to anyone. It's yeah. like, no, I'm just going to vote for who I like the best. And it's like I used to do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, but now it's like, yeah. God, what, I don't really have any choices on, on the yeah. Democrat side that, that match up with my values. It's like, yeah. no, I don't want to vote for any of these people. I know, and what I find happening is that, that, that we're, we're not doing our research, we're not voting, and we're not voting for people who have the same values as we do. Yeah. yeah we're, we're totally not. And I'm going to tell you something. Uh, what, what this government did to the blacks it, uh, shortly after the, um, the Civil Rights Act has kept the black people voting Democrat. And what MLG and what Biden is doing is they want to keep the Hispanic population voting Democrat mm -hmm. by giving them things, by giving illegals uh, monies for COVID so that in hopes that these, these Hispanics can vote with the Democratic Party. That's what happened to the blacks. And it is coming for us Hispanics here very quickly if we don't understand what is going on. They are after Hispanics because we are the fastest growing, is it the minority majority? I don't know. I mean, it may be the majority at some I point. I think it's, it's going to be. Yeah, it's, it's going there. to be. And so what they want to do is they want to entice us and entice us so that we can vote Democrat. And those Democratic values, go look. Democrats have a platform. Republicans have a platform. Mm -hmm. Go do your research. It's right there sure. for you to do that. You know, you got Twitter and Instagram and, and TikTok and all those things. Use your phone to find out information. Information is power. Knowledge is power. And us Hispanics, they're coming after us next. I, I, I just know that for a fact. They're coming after us next to well, continue to vote Democrat. They're going to have to come up with something because overwhelmingly more and more Hispanics are, are going to the Republican side. And absolutely. And yeah. blacks right now. I've, I've, I've heard the numbers. Like some, I heard well, a I number of like you, 60%. I can tell you, can tell you on the campaign like trail, yeah. uh, I'm a voter registrar as well. Mm -hmm. And people are switching parties. 
Good. Because they are, they are done with it. But you also need to teach your children. You need to teach your children the difference between the Republican, uh, conservative, liberal, however you want to say it. There are differences. Yeah. You, you need to teach your children and then go out and vote because it's, it's, it's pretty scary what's, what's, what wants to seep into our country. Well, you know, we have the uh, early voting going on right now, and I know there's a lot of thoughts about the mm. early voting. Personally, I don't believe in early voting. Me neither. Um, I think that early voting should be done away with. I yep. think we should have election day because early voting just opens up yet another door yep. for, for fraud yep. and cheating for them to look at those early ballots and say, oh, how many do we need in order to cheat and yep. swing the election the other way? I think it should be a big, huge surprise. I think it should all be on voting day. And I've mentioned this previously. I think that each uh, each precinct should count its own votes before it, sh before it leaves the building. Yep. So, so the, the chain, the, those ballots should not leave that space in which they were cast until they're counted. Because once they leave that space, yep. who knows that, what happens to and them? And that chain of custody is broken. Who knows where they end up? Who knows if they don't get dumped somewhere? And, and I think like, we should just do paper ballots. I do too. Uh, pay, what's the wrong? What's what's the big deal with paper ballots? Yeah. Right there on the spot. I totally agree. Yeah. So. It's very, very important right now. We've got this primary going on, and yep. you people need you people that have that attitude that oh, my vote doesn't count. Yes, it does. It counts now more than ever. It's like we're actually out there. We're 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 aware of the cheating, and we're doing things to try to reduce yes. it. And I believe everybody needs to get out and vote. We have a lot of really great candidates. We do. That's part of our process. Yes. People always tell me, oh, well, we have too many Republican candidates. Yeah. I said, oh, you just want one. Yeah. And who's going to pick that one? By what? By the way. Right, right. Right? That's I mean, what let's primaries think. are for. Let's think, yes. people. We have five good candidates, and they're good. You know why? Because they're all on the... Most of them are on the conservative platform. Yeah, yeah. We have some more conservative than others, and that's how it works. Yeah. But they all should be saying the same thing, and they are yeah. pro-life, pro-business, pro-this, pro-amendment, pro-freedom, pro, pro pro-liberty, pro yes. pro-sovereignty, all of that. Because stuff they're that we've all been about. on the Republican platform. But I was telling people, you need to go find the one that that sits best with you. I like a fighter. I, I like too. a person who is who is not afraid to say what is on everybody mm -hmm. else's mind. Yeah. I don't like a passive person that's just going to wait for the fight. I like the person to take the fight with us. I was in um, uh, Las Cruces with this straw poll, and I was telling them about my candidate. The one where you went with the plane the load plane of people. The plane full of people, yeah, right? The plane load full of people in yeah. a four-seat plane. At a yeah. four-seat plane. And I was telling yeah. somebody, you know, that, that Jay did this and this in the commission, and, and he fought for the right to work. And that's what, do you know what right to work is? Yeah. Um, Means you don't have to uh, join a union. Don't, you don't have to join a union. When I taught, mm -hmm. I had to join a union. And that union used my money to support Democratic, de right. Democrats. Yep. So, That's what they do. So uh, my candidate, uh, Jay Block, fought for that in Sandoval County. And then this gentleman raises his hands in the audience. He goes, yeah, well, the governor shut it down. So what good did that do? And I turned around and I said, what other candidate fought for your right to not to join a union? That's the point. I want a fighter who's going to fight for the, for, for the right things of New Mexico, mm -hmm. not just if it passes, because he fought for him. And I told the gentleman, he fought for you. That's the person I want who's going to fight for the people of New Mexico. So we all have to go and see which, which candidate is best for us. And yeah. if you decide not to vote for my candidate... <laughs> If you decide not to vote for my candidate, you know what? That's your choice, and we're still going to be friends. Yeah. Well, 
We're we're doing the primaries now, so I'll tell you, I am supporting your candidate. Oh well, thanks. Yeah. But but but, but that, not that wasn't just personal, but that's and for anybody, right? Yeah. No, I, I I am. But let me tell you something. It's like whatever candidate you are supporting. Yes. And whatever candidate you're going to vote for in the primary, it is very very important to say that regardless of yes. who gets the nomination, you will support them. And I will. Even though I'm hoping hoping the candidate Absolutely. I like the best is going to get the nomination, uh, if they don't, whoever does get nominated, I will be supporting them. And I will be, I'll be talking about them every, every week on my show. I'll you be know, talking and, about them. And that's the, where the unity needs to come in. Right now yeah. we feel a little divided. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we feel a little divisive. And you have yeah. to do that so you can see which is the best candidate, the right candidate. Mm -hmm. But after that, Republicans, you need to come together and, and, yeah. you, and you need to support that person because uh, this is what happened with the Mark Morris thing, remember? Yeah. I think you and I have talked about that before. Yeah. And a lot of people didn't like the way that came down and he lost because uh, Republicans came to me and said they, 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 they didn't vote for him and we got the worst, most progressive liberal what is her name? Melanie Stans Stansberry. Stansberry. I call her Stansberry, but yes. Right, uh -huh. and because we were led by our feelings, uh, we got the worst person up there possible. Yeah. And that, who does that hurt ultimately? It hurts me, it hurts you, and it hurts our children. So we need to decide right now that there's a possibility that my, my guy may not win. Well, there is. Because I don't yeah. know God's will. We don't know. I don't, don't know. know. Um, one thing I want to point out, and we've been talking about like this push towards the Biden administration trying to give away our sovereignty to yep. the WHO and all that sort of stuff. This makes our local elections even more important yes. because if the federal government gets completely out of control, which I believe they're heading that direction, yep. we are going to be able. We're going to have to be able to count on our local government to, push to protect back. us. To push, and push back. back. And yes. that, and perfect example, COVID. Do you think our governor pushed back on anything? No, she didn't. You had other no, states, not at all. Texas, Arizona, push back because it's our local government that is to protect us from the overreach of the federal government. Mm -hmm. And right now we have somebody in office, our governor, who is right line hook and sinker in step with the Biden's administration. Right. And so if we've got like this lefty uh, yep. government in the state of New Mexico and the federal government gets out of control, all of that's just going to, they're just going to go in lockstep and they're going to, they're going to push that down on us. We're almost out of time. Already? I know it. Hadn't it been Didn't like, we just start? I, it seems that way, <laughs> don't it? <laughs> Wait, let me check my, let me check my clock here. Yeah. Oh my, oh, no. it's been three hours. <laughs> so I want to uh, thank you. You're Kareem, very so much for coming on me. It's actually been a lot of fun and even better than I even imagined. I thought Aww. I thought we worked together really well. I think so too. Yeah, I think so. It's been a great well, conversation. Well, you get two talkers in there. Well, I'm, I'm telling you, both of us can really <laughs> talk when you put us together. Uh, so I want to I want to thank my advertisers and they're all really really good businesses which I suggest that you um, patronize. Ribs Barbecue, mm. Agave Builders, Southwest Auto Recyclers, Perkins Protection Training. And I also want to put a shout out out there for uh, Shorty's Barbecue out yeah. in Moriarty. She uh, has opened back up and she needs help. You need, she needs people to go there and, and, and work there and uh, she, she needs help. She's a wonderful person she to work is. for. She is not the, one of the nicest people I've ever met. Uh, also, Ribs Barbecue. They need more people too. Right now, they're only open four days a week. I'm sure what they'd an like to be able to 
opportunity for our young kids to go start working Absolute. and making some money. My son's working, right. and they want him for 40 hours That's a right. week. Pet food's gone wild yes. the same way. Absolutely. Su you know, Suzanne, she's a good friend of ours. Slate Street um, in Rio Rancho, Slate yeah. Street Billiards, he was telling us the other day that he does can't find workers. Yeah, yeah. So get out there, young people. It's a good chance for you to build up your resume. So exactly. Do you own a freedom-friendly business? Advertise on this station and support this show and many others like it. To get started advertising or send me comments or suggestions, email me at beccamarienm at gmail.com. Check out my website, Freedom Speak with Becca beccamarie.com where you can listen to replays of all my shows you can download my show notes you can look at useful resources follow like share far and wide as i am being censored freedom is essential liberty and freedom are rights not privileges it's time to stand up and tell the marxists and those pushing the woke agenda hell no we won't comply we are the resistance